my village it's your coach mo and welcome back to tea with coach mo today's episode is titled exploring self-care practices and strategies for parents healing from childhood trauma so we will explore a little more on self-care i think that from feedback that i've been getting i think self-care is one of my biggest focus when it comes to healing and self-care is essential part of the healing journey and by engaging in nurturing practices, we can enhance our well-being and strengthen our ability to parent effectively. One self-care practice that can be particularly beneficial for parents healing from childhood trauma is establishing a self-care routine. This involves creating a daily or weekly schedule that incorporates activities specifically designed to support our healing process. Whether it's setting aside time for meditation, engaging in creative pursuits, practicing relaxation exercises, or engaging in physical activity. Having a routine helps ensure that prioritizing self-care consistently. Having a routine have pretty much saved me (laughs) and my mental. Uh, I created a routine probably about four years ago where I dedicated waking up around 5 a.m. I know a lot of people are not 5 a.m. wakers, but I will wake up around 5 a.m. and I had Alexa, I know some of you guys do the little Amazon Echo Dot, whatever. So Alexa will automatically at 5 a.m. start playing a meditation playlist that I created on my Amazon I mean, my Apple Music, I created a wake-me-up, like a pick-me-up playlist. So uh, I will lay my yoga mat out next to my bed. I'll have my yoga ball near the yoga mat and two hand weights. And um, like clothes that I could put on to work out in or stretch or meditate or whatever. So at 5 a.m., the music will automatically start and it's set to play for about 30 minutes. It start with like inspirational music, um, affirmations, things like that on this playlist where I will just lay there. Sometimes I'll just lay on my back. If I didn't feel like working out, I would lay on my back with my eyes closed and just be one with the sounds, um, meditating, clearing my head of any little negative um, self-talk or anything of that such. And I will have my coffee maker set on a timer to start brewing coffee so that by the time I'm done meditating or doing yoga or working out, whichever I felt like doing when I got out of bed, um, my coffee will be ready right after. So I created this routine and then I will start to journal after that. I have a um, prayer journal that I have. If you want a copy, let me know. I will upload it to my stand store. I need to include the stand store link in my um, description, but I'll try to remember to include it. But These things were something that I did every day, and I made it a habit. I also, me and my son, created Self-Care Monday, where we would dedicate at least an hour each. We have an hour where he don't bother me, I don't bother him. I get to soak in a detox bath, and um, I'll put my iPad on the toilet, watch or catch up on series that I haven't seen in a while because I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, due to my busy schedule but it's our unbothered time where we give back to ourselves I can just be giving myself a pedicure 
or manicure or just dancing around the house but it's one of those don't judge me moments leave me alone don't bother me I need this time to myself uninterrupted um then we do uh pizza friday we do our mom and son bonding time on saturday where we go to breakfast or eat dinner together or cook together movie night just sometime bonding and then we have lazy sunday lazy sunday is a day where we do absolutely nothing (laughs) um we could take a shower and get right back in pajamas and lay down and do nothing and just be lazy with no guilt because it's okay to just not do anything um society make us feel like we always got to stay busy booked and busy and all this stuff you can have time where you just don't do nothing but having that routine helps with my mental it helps keep me grounded it helps me focus on me sometimes um but we found that to be really helpful we've been doing it for years now so it's nothing for us but i want to let you know seek um seeking support is another crucial aspect of self-care if i didn't have support where my family would relieve me from mother duty sometime when my son was like a baby and i would be overwhelmed i was struggling through postpartum they would take um his godmother will take him for two days and let me be able to just sleep or catch up on homework or whatever um but having that support system is very crucial also connecting with a therapist who specializes in trauma can provide valuable guidance and tools for healing. I always say therapy, therapy, therapy. Y'all know mental health is my background. I support it fully, 100%. Seek help. Seek a therapist. Seek a professional. If you don't want to deal with therapy, you can deal with a coaching. You can deal with a counselor. You can deal with your pastor, whoever, a mentor. But just seek some type of support outside of just winging it on your own. Additionally, joining support groups or engaging in online communities with other parents who have similar experiences can offer a sense of understanding, validation, and connection. Sharing our stories and insight with others can relate. Who, um, with others who can relate, can profoundly uh, help with your healing. I always tell y'all, Facebook is one of those big platforms where you can find us so many groups. I was in a lot of groups. I had to delete some because. A lot of them asked me to be mentor, where they would send me mentees, or I would be um, like teaching in the groups, hosting a lot of classes and stuff like that. And then I went back to school, so I got too busy, so I just like backed out of some of those obligations. But they are a great resource to um, having that community. It's always important. I'm still in a few groups with uh, like-minded people or people that I can relate to as far as parenting and stuff like that, where I do mentor a little bit, but not a lot anymore. But go on Facebook, go on the search, put keywords in for what you're looking for, and you will find the group. Read all the questions, answer all the questions so that you can get accepted in the group and go from there. Mindfulness practices can be powerful tools for self-care and healing. Mindfulness involves bringing our awareness to the present moment and observing our thoughts, feelings, and sensations without judgment. Engaging in mindfulness activities or exercises such as meditation, deep breathing, body scan can help us stay grounded, reduce stress, and cultivate self-awareness. 
Physical self-care is equally important engaging in regular exercise, whether it's going for a walk, practicing yoga, or practicing in the sport. Participating in the sport releases endorphins, reduces stress, and promote overall well-being. Taking care of our physical health also includes getting enough sleep. <laughs> this is something I probably don't do enough of, but I'm working on it. Nourishing our bodies with nutritious foods and maintaining a balanced lifestyle. These are things I'm still working on personally myself. I'm going to be transparent with y'all. Um, this is why I was just sick with food poisoning two weeks ago and got diagnosed with diabetes through that process because I didn't even know I was diabetic. But grinding all the time, working 16-hour days, being busy, snacking, not really eating real foods, things like that. I wasn't taking care of myself, and I do absolutely no exercise. Like, I was before the summer, but it's been the triple digits. I'm not walking. <laughs> I'm an outdoor exercise type of person. I don't like doing the gym. I get, like, vertigo when I'm on a um, treadmill or something, walking in motion in place. I get, like, motion sickness, so I can't work out on machines like that. I have to be out and about and walk around parks and stuff. But since the summer came, I'm absolutely not going to kill myself <laughs> walking in this heat. But um, I do engage in artistic activities. Um, you can engage in artistic activities such as painting, writing, dancing, or playing an instrument. It can provide a cathartic outlet. For emotions and foster self-expression. These creative endeavors can ignite joy, healing, and self-discovery. Boundaries are an essential aspect of self-care. Setting boundaries allows us to honor our needs, protect our energy, and create a safe space for our healing process. This may involve saying no to additional responsibilities or commitments that can overwhelm us, setting limits on social interactions, or creating a calm and nurturing environment at home. A lot of people used to judge me because I say sometimes you got to protect yourself from your own kids. Um, you have to set boundaries with your kids too because our kids feel like we belong to them and every hour of our day belong to them. Sometimes you got to tell them, no, like, leave me alone. Like, I need my time to myself. Um, I'm not mommy. I'm not my title. That's not my life. That's not just me. Um, I am a person outside of you and before you came along. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be very transparent with your kids. I had to do that with my son. Like, hey, it's not about you all the time. It's about me too. I can do something for myself. I can buy myself stuff without you getting an attitude and feel like you got to get something too. Like, I had to let them know, like, these are the boundaries that I'm setting. You cannot complain that I'm buying me stuff or ordering me stuff without ordering you stuff and try to make me feel guilty for it. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Uh, lastly, we're going to talk about self-compassion. It is a fundamental self-care practice for parents healing from childhood trauma. It involves treating ourselves with kindness, understanding, and acceptance. Y'all know I talked about this before. Self-compassion means acknowledging that we are doing our best, even on difficult days, and embracing our journey with love and uh, patience. Remember, self-care is a personal and individualized practice, so explore different strategies and practices and embrace the ones that resonate with you. Prioritize your well-being and make self-care an integral part of your parenting journey. By 
nurturing yourself, you create the space for healing, growth, and being the best parent you can be. Thank you for joining me today with this episode. In our next episode, we'll discuss the importance of building a support network and fostering connections with other parents, healing from childhood trauma. Stay tuned as we continue to explore the path to healing and effective parenting. Take care of yourself and embrace your power, the power of self-care. Until next time, Coach Mo out.